Hey guys, it's Shamilia and welcome to A Copacetic Life. A Copacetic Life is my brand new podcast and copacetic means in excellent order. Now, my life is by no means in excellent order. I'm a newlywed, I'm a brand new mom, with those two things alone, you probably can tell that my life has a bit of chaos <laughs> at the present moment, but it doesn't mean that I'm not striving to get my life in excellent order. As a matter of fact, that is the goal. It's the constant goal. And the concept of my podcast is to focus on about four major domains. And those domains are love, marriage, motherhood, and lifestyle. So today, my very first topic is going to be threefold. And things I want to talk about today are the things, are the biggest three things that I learned from in 2018 and still to this day. So expectation, reality, and change. I want to start with expectation. And it kind of goes in that order. So expectation, I would say around the age of 25. That is when my expectations and the expectations that I believe society has for me started to change drastically. From the ages of 18 to 24, everybody is telling you and you're thinking to yourself, you know, I'm young. I have time. No need to rush to find a maid or to get married and have babies there's time for that right now I should just focus on me in my 20s the 20s are supposed to be the best years of my life but then 25 hit and it seems like everything just changed I don't know if it was mostly me or mostly the pressures from society but there became this expectation that I should probably start to look for a husband or make myself more available for a husband and maybe try to put myself in a better position to become a mom. And I'm not sure how many of you are dating right now during these times or have recently dated, but it's hard. It was hard, at least. I don't know anymore because I'm married now. But it was super hard to try to connect with somebody. And, you know, keep that relationship strong enough to commit for life. Because when you are favorable, when you're a favorable candidate, when you look nice you are educated, um, you have things going for you, you're happy, you keep yourself up mentally, physically, you have a lot of options out there. And your options, hopefully you are looking for someone equally yoked in those same areas, maybe even better, and your options, guess what? They have options too. And so it becomes this I don't want to say game 
because I don't like to play games, especially not love and relationships, but that's exactly what it was. It was a game. It was don't text first. Don't text back too quick. Don't make yourself so available. (laughs) And those were the expectations that I I was dealing with. It got to a point where things became so tough in the dating world that I just kind of pressed pause. And ironically, that's when I met my husband. I don't know, he might have thought it was game when I was telling him that I'm not really looking for a relationship right now. But for whatever reason, maybe it was that cat and mouse. Maybe it was that energy, that energy that's like, I don't need you right now, but I do enjoy your company. Maybe it was that that kind of kept his interest and made him want to pursue me more. But I'm going to fast forward just a little bit because our relationship, our dating relationship didn't last years. It was like a year. (laughs) It was like a year and a half from dating to marriage. And pretty much a year from dating to pregnancy. And now I'm in this situation. I'm married. I'm pregnant. about to have a baby. And reality has set in. Now, there are three phases to reality from my perspective. The first phase is realizing or becoming aware of your reality. And that's a hard pill to swallow, depending on what your reality is. My reality was I was rushing for something that God had already made a way for. I missed out on some things in my life hungry for this new stage when I didn't even enjoy the stage that I was at. And so now this second phase of reality kind of sets in and that is resentment. I started to resent myself for missing out on freedom or just Growing, maturing at the pace that was right for me and not the pace that was right for somebody else. And then the third phase is acceptance. And so that's when you begin to grow, is when you accept your reality. When I accepted my reality, it was like an epiphany. It was like a breath of fresh air. It was like... So here's where you are now. Don't miss out on where you are now because of the resentment or because of the anticipation. Resentment of the past and the anticipation of the future. And the third thing is change. So now I'm at a place in my life where I'm changing again. Change seems to be a continuous thing in life for me. 
I can't say that I am ever going to be the same in every aspect of my life. Something about me is going to change, whether it's my hair, my weight, or my understanding of the world, my understanding of myself. But something is going to change. And then sometimes all those things are going to change. <laughs> but now that I'm at the stage of change, I'm trying to find my happiness again. I'm trying to find my joy again. I went through a period of vast changes in such a short amount of time. I became a wife. I became a mother. And it's so crazy because as soon as after my husband and I um, got married, we would hear from family and friends and they would ask, so how's married life, you know? (laughs) And I used to think it was so odd. Like, what do people expect for us to say? We love each other and we have loved each other. Marriage life is... It's pretty much the same. Now, that was like the first month or two of marriage. That was my headspace, the first month or two. And then pregnancy continued. My need and dependency of my husband grew. And then I started to understand this idea of marriage. And so then I reflected back on those questions. How's married life? And now I see why people ask that. I understand why people check on you about your marriage, or at least those who love you. Now, there are going to be some people. I don't think I have those people in my life right now. But there are going to be some people who just want to check and, and just see how your marriage is for their own selfish wants. They want to check and see if it's rocky to make themselves feel better. But I didn't feel that from the people who were asking. The people who were asking me, I felt were genuinely concerned and wanted our marriage to thrive. And now I'm in this situation where I'm looking at my husband who is also married for the first time, who is also going to be a dad for the first time, and who is also a few, you know, a couple months younger than me. He likes to bring that up. (laughs) So that maturity level, you know, for both of us, we're working on it. My expectation for my husband it's like the expectations that you see on those nice, cuddly, warm, toasty, cozy movies where the husband, the, the wife, you know, wakes up in the middle of the night. And she's like, man, I want some ice cream and a pickle. And then the husband gets up and goes to get ice cream and a pickle. I asked my husband for ice cream one night. And it wasn't even in the middle of the night. And he was like, but I just got home, babe. I've been driving all day, babe. I've been to work. I'll get you some ice cream tomorrow. And so (laughs) my expectations started to crumble quickly. And 
now that I look back at it, it wasn't his fault. You know, it wasn't like he's such a horrible husband. It was more like those are my expectations. It's, it was unfair for me to project those on him. The reality with my husband, with my marriage and my pregnancy was something that I never imagined. Because society paints this picture of marriage and pregnancy and motherhood as just a golden time. Society paints this picture of marriage as a mastery of life. You have mastered a certain level of life. And the only other thing that everybody else, you know, like a general standpoint for everyone to look forward to is this getting your kids um, out of the house, meaning getting them graduated from high school and having them go off into college or the workforce or the military and watching them grow up and then enjoying your retirement. And when you really think about it, what else is there for for you? What else is there for your own life? And so, again, we go back to these three things. Expectation, reality, and change. And so at this point in my life, I am ready to make some changes for my own good. So that myself, so that the things that I am doing for myself, they impact others. One of the things that I don't think people really understand is that your energy is contagious. And when you're happy, it exudes, almost exudes through your pores. That's why people can say that you're glowing, but it's contagious and it makes people want to know how did, why she's so happy all the time and what is she doing, you know? And then when you're sad, it's visible. Is sometimes it's visible in the way you dress, the way you keep yourself. And then there are some people who are so good at it where they can keep themselves up. They have created and mastered this ability to create a facade where they look flawless. On the inside, they are crumbling and their energy, their vibe is so lethal that they bring others down without people even knowing, like people even having a clue because they look okay. And that's not the path that I want for my life. I want to be happy. I want to exude happiness and I want to attract happiness. So what I will leave you with today is a challenge. I want you to think about those three things, expectation, reality, and change. Think about the expectations that you have for yourself right now. Are those expectations reasonable for where you are right now? And if they are reasonable, then by all means, continue to do whatever you need to do to meet those expectations. But if they are not reasonable, if they are a reach, if they are something that you need at some point but not right now, then my advice to you what I urge you to do is to enjoy your moment 
enjoy where you are right now. And the last thing I want you to think about is the change. What changes will you make if you need to make any? Some people are in a good place. And, and I don't want to make it seem like there is never a time when you will be in a good place where you're good. And you don't need a plan of action. But if you are in a place where you're missing something, there's a void or you're overextending yourself, then I want you to look at that area in your life and see how you can make a change. Now, a few things that I've done in the past that helped me break this shell of uneasiness, unhappiness, and stress is exercise. Uh, I joined a kickboxing gym, and I felt wonderful drinking more water. I know people hear that all the time, but it's so true. Like, just now, I... I am an addict of Simply Lemonade, like seriously. I like the plain lemonade. I like the limeade, the strawberry, the blueberry, the, the raspberry, all of them. <laughs> but just drink water, eat better, go outside. I know it's, you know, we're in the winter months and so it's kind of, you know, sometimes you go out there and it's kind of, kind of draggy but today is a beautiful day at least and so when there is a beautiful day out there just go outside and take a breath of fresh air um talk to people talk to people you love talk to people who you know love you and if you don't know anybody who loves you then write some things down that's another big thing that I like to do I have like a hundred notebooks and each one of them has at least one page I wrote something one of these days, I'm going to keep one notebook and, and work on one at a time. But writing is so powerful to get things out and also to bring things into your life. Write down your wants and your needs and your goals. And you look at those and you reread those. And you focus on maybe one or two, not too many, but one at a time. And you'll start to see how when you combine all those things that your life seems to get better and you start to seem to breathe easier. So I hope that you enjoyed my very first episode. I'm so excited about the podcast. I know that it's going to evolve the professionalism, the transitions, the smoothness, Everything will get better episode by episode. This is my very first episode, and I'm so excited. I did, like, 30 takes, (laughs) just starting off trying to find the right way to do everything. And then I just said, you know, let me just record it. So this, that's what this is. And if you feel compelled to do so, leave me some feedback, you know. Um, Give me some pointers if you have any. And just wish me the best. Again, I want to thank you guys for listening. And I hope you enjoy your day. And I hope you find ways to live a more copacetic life.